what's up crunchers how's it going uh, i i know ethan's not here right now uh he is later in the episode though so that's pretty exciting uh, i just wanted to take some time to explain a little bit about what's going on in our lives and what's going on with the crunch so ethan is away at new staff training for focus for the next five weeks so we had to record some episodes pretty quick and we put out a two-hour live stream we just took took questions from the audience via youtube and it was it was it was really fun um i, I want to do that more in the future uh, we most of the people that tuned into the live stream were our patrons because they heard about it first so if you don't already donate to our patreon go to patreon.com slash the crunch and one dollar a month uh, if you donate one dollar a month it'll get you added into the facebook group and also <laughs> i recorded a really stupid and weird intro to this episode that i decided not to put in because it would make people uncomfortable uh but <laughs> but if you donate to our patreon i assume that you can uh, handle that sort of uncomfortability so i decided to post it on the patreon page after this episode airs tomorrow i'm recording this on saturday so if you want to be notified about further live streams that we're doing if you want to hear the really weird intro that we're doing or if you want to be added to our facebook group and talk to us pretty much every other day you can do that and go to patreon.com slash the crunch one dollar a month gets you all those perks and then if you go up and up and up and up you get group chat access you get there might be stickers involved there might be mugs soon but there definitely will be. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot of really exciting stuff. That's what's going on with us. And definitely please pray for Ethan as he goes to new staff training. It's really hard to move to a new place for a month. Um, it's it, it's, all, it's really stressful. So make sure you keep our boy in your prayers. And for now, let's let's check in with Patrick and Ethan and see what they're doing on, on, on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> just that's big, how it started that's a big thing. <laughs> you probably scared the living daylight out of everyone just sitting there like looking at our our crunch bowl the uh, little blue logo just like where where where's the podcast and then and then just <laughs> i just got a little choke on my uh, coffee would you okay. like to, would you like to start the show yeah sure uh welcome <laughs> Welcome to the crunch. Oh, it's I don't. Your boy yeah, it's Ethan. Not, it's not. No, 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 no. This is different. This isn't the crunch. This is. Well, I guess this is going to go up. This is the brunch. This is going to go up live. This is going to be so funny because this is going to have the feel of like a live show that we would do together. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's going to sound to people who listen to it afterwards the exact same as one of our normal podcasts. So like a and live so, show. So like a live show. Yeah, like no, a live show. but our live shows they can hear that we're like with people oh wait, yeah, yeah 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 well no it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel more like the seek episode where we were sitting in a mm -hmm. box and you couldn't hear anyone outside but we were interacting with people right exactly so we're gonna be talking to people as we do it but it <laughs> but it will just sound like we're just two goofy guys andrew more, jordan has entered the group chat jittery than normal hello everybody who's in the chat welcome welcome really. welcome to the chat everyone this welcome is to the chat everything's gonna go down in the chat i i hope you are prepared to uh lock down uh, for an hour, Andrew, we kn you know this isn't pre-recorded because I'm responding to you in real time. <laughs> I, <didn't... laughs> I don't like that. Shout out, uh, Alex. Shout um, out, Alex. Shout out, everybody in the chat. We can't just do chat shout outs the whole time. Hello, hello, yeah. everybody. Everybody's hopping in. <laughs> so, I um, 
I want I want the record to reflect that we figured out how to use YouTube live streaming literally 30 minutes before this whole shindig started. Like we we sat down at the desk and and um Ethan was like, "Oh crap, Patrick, it's going to take 24 hours for us to authenticate." I, <laughs> I thought that I could just set it up and just put, do a Google Hangout and then blast it out to the nope, internet. Nope, but then nope. I get this verification thing that's like, "You can't start live streaming for another 24 hours." It's so, for whatever reason, Patrick must have set up for his yes for his Fortnite brand that he previously <laughs> invested in. He already had live streaming set up. Yeah, and so honestly. I, if you don't remember doing it, that was probably divine intervention. Like the Lord was like, these two guys are idiots. They're, they're, <laughs> they're going to try to do something fun and they're not going to be able to do it. Their entire day is going to be ruined. I know. They're going to feel so off. Okay. So, he so did it. I, I went all out for this. All right. Obviously I prepared. I prepared in advance. <laughs> prepared nothing. I prepared so far in advance that I don't even remember preparing. That's how prepared mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. Also, I bought like a really nice webcam so you guys can see me in beautiful 1080p. Yeah. 10 extra dollars right instead of 7 720p yeah mm-hmm. and also i worked on this beautiful set behind me that makes me look like an intellectual and also a fun guy and Maybe someone like a dude who had guessed who had guessed on catholic answers that's what you look like right <laughs> thank you i take that i take that as a compliment yeah um someone just asked about the 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 captain america cross um, yes, that is a Captain America shield on a cross behind me. And the story behind that is um, every year in drama, when I was in high school, we would have to make we would have to make trophies for each other. So we would we would get awards. And so like it was, was kind of like a secret Santa, like you pulled someone's name out of a hat and you made an award for them. Um, and my friend Caitlin got me this award. It was called the Father Pat Award. Mm-hmm. And it, she put the three things that encompass who I was in high school, Jesus, Captain America, and attention. That's why it says applause on it. I don't know if you can tell. Wow. But it says I don't know if I hate it or not. It's it, it, I've kept it for literally five years. It's it's right. been it's been great. I don't want to impugn your uh your treasured impugn? memories. I'll give you twenty dollars uh, if you can define the word impugn right now. It means to like to insult or defray or did like, you just google it did you just google no it? no i'm not no hands hands in the air i don't I not <laughs> hands in the air i don't care I, I know what impugn means it means to like yeah. kind of uh, to diminish I know or what to impugn insult means. it's what it's, does it mean it's, uh, impugn is a verb synonyms include uh <laughs> okay whatever I'm just saying. I just I, the the look of the American flag on the cross is never one that I'm just like. Oh yeah, it's never great, definitely it's definitely know? gotten worse over the years of like mm-hmm. the yeah. I just I just remembered I didn't send the link to Phoebe, so I have to I have to do that. Yikes! <laughs> I sent the link to my mom and to Twitter, but not Phoebe. Uh huh. Man, that uh, that 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 uh, that set's looking more like a doghouse each and every day. Wow! Oh, Bada bang! Oh, you gotta. Hey, that's why the the webcam's only from the chest up because nobody wants to see your ball and chain on your leg. Get it? Oh, okay. Got good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe for work podcast. Absolutely, it is. Man, this uh, this um, yeah, no, no, Andrew, Phoebe, Phoebe is not a Patreon supporter of the podcast, and I'll tell you why. She already does enough. Like she's already has to put up with so she's, much. She's a Patreon. She's an emotional Patreon. Supporter. She's an emotional supporter. She's a patron yeah, yeah. of Patrick's sensibilities, and 
I don't have one yet, but when I do, Phoebe Johnson, patron of my heart, <laughs> you will also be counted among the elite one day. Oh man, yeah. What are we talking about today? Oh, so I, I went, okay, just go ahead. I, I remember I texted you. I, you didn't respond. It was a provocative text. When was that? It was a, it was a text earlier earlier today. I told you I'm about to go do yoga for the oh, first time because I was at mass. That's why. I didn't oh, remember. you were at mass. Yeah, while I was doing yoga. Okay. Yes that that's that's got some implications so i yeah. i the whole time i was outside and literally it was exclusively old women it was like it was exclusively 50 old women and me yeah and um the whole time i was like i really 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 hope this isn't a mortal sin mm-hmm. and but, okay what, keep going what, go ahead go, go, no no no, go, no me and my dad me and my dad talked about it and for a second i was like defending it but i think he convinced me that i don't think it's ever okay yeah i i kind of got that vibe at the end like yikes I was like, I was like, oh, oh, this is, this is weird. This is weird shiz. It was like totally normal exercise mm-hmm. and stretching, like stuff that I had done before. And I was learning right. new stuff, which was good. Yeah. And like also, I think, I think yoga is helpful because it may, it gives names to stretches to help you remember them easier. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, do you know what a hip flexion is? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a hip flexor is. And I assume a hip flexion is just stretching your hip flexor. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you can you can memorize all those names or you can or you can know I'm going to shape myself like a dog now or I'm going to stand mm. like a warrior now that I think that's the appeal is like you can learn how to stretch and apply names to it. But then at the end, the instructor was like, my light sees the light that's in all of your lights. And I was like, you better be talking about the light of Christ or I'm about to go off. No. So I also think that like the downward dog stretch is like designed to invoke spirits. So it's like, yeah, I'm not joking. Okay. And so I think it's, yeah, I was like talking to my dad and I was like, but, and this was my, my question It's like, I understand why yoga is no bueno. Um, but it's, it's, but I don't understand why somebody can't just go and stretch and then not participate in any of the, the paganry stuff because God made our bodies before pagans invented yoga. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong about like putting our bodies in these certain ways. And my dad said, it doesn't matter because yoga was invented specifically for like pagan worship, you know, and those, those sorts of things, like using the bodies in service of the gods, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so there's no way to do it. If you know that without um, putting yourself at risk, even if you don't know it without putting yourself at risk um, to some sort of spiritual something. And I was like, I was trying to come up with all the best reasons why I disagreed with him, but I couldn't come up with anything. So I think that's what I think, but also you have more of a degree than i do so yeah so um if you do something demony even if you're not trying to do something demony then it's bad um and i just wasn't sure if yoga was in that category of things that are demony Mm -hmm. demonic yeah i think it is i don't yeah Yeah. i don't trust anything demony yeah so because i i I, i've been i've been working out a lot and i've noticed how i get and Mm -hmm. i was on youtubes and i was i found some like you say tense i say firm (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) okay sounds good see i was trying to exercise but madeline thank you now i need to get exorcised am i right Mm -hmm. get it that's pretty Um, good pretty clever when I say, yeah, there it is. There it is, Tristan. Everyone's just calling for your exorcism in the Everyone, Everyone's this calling. Weird. Everyone's calling for my excommunication. Excommunication. Yeah. 
definitely definitely after um the i learned a lot about like how to properly stretch and how to like not hurt myself and how to like get a workout while stretching i sweated a lot by the way it was it was it was uncomfortable yeah but i don't is this why you wanted to talk about sweat is because yeah, this is why i wanted to because yeah, okay. even it's like even it's like i'm sweating standing still um but i, I get sweaty I, every time we record whether it's live or just us like i will sit here and i will just beads of sweat will roll down into my shirt and they like they like make my the middle of the shirt wet because they don't hit the armpit because i'm sitting like this and so it rolls down and it drops and then it hits the middle of the shirt so i just have this ring of like droplets right around wow, that's middle. incredibly disgusting I well, it's <laughs> it's it's fine. Slower, more detail, please. <laughs> Sorry, I need I need you to explain more to me about. Hey, Tristan, I was about to shout you out. Shout out Tristan because I think he's the reason why my YouTube account was set up for mm. live streaming because, because he of I, the, the Crunch Live Show. Yeah, no. no, 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 the Crunch Live Show, but also he tried to help me set up a YouTube channel back in the day that's right when it and what was never, it called this uh no 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 hold on i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about it <laughs> it's something juice yeah Theo Theo juice. Theo i juice? stand by it i stand by that i still uh, <laughs> i stand i stand by it but then then i found out about spirit juice studios and i was like all right i'm out i'm out yeah. on juice my dad called uh so i've been taken to calling things juice lately and my dad did it and it's just, i thought it was really funny because he made like some french press coffee this morning after mass Cause it's the Sabbath you guys celebrate. And, and he said, he was very worried that I was going to spill. And he's like, don't spill that stuff. It's good juice. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know that you spoke, I didn't know that he spoke that way, but it was, Oh my gosh. I didn't spill honey. He was impressed. He said, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more thing. One more thing about this yoga class before I move on. This yeah. yoga class was at the YMCA. You know what YMCA stands for Ethan? I thought I was safe because YMCA Yoga man for the yoga man Christian <laughs> association, the young men's Christian. I thought this was a Christian association. I thought I was at a Christian yoga class. It has it, but it's not, it doesn't stand for that anymore. It's just the why there's no more YMCA. It's just the why, but why <laughs> shut up. It's just <laughs> the young, it's just the young, it's just the yoga. It stands for the yoga. Now you should remake the village people song where it's just young. <laughs> there's no need to get down i said hey, young. hey tristan no 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 uh no advertising in the chat the yeah. chat's over there or is it over there i don't know um, i what was uh oh i did something yesterday i never mind this is actually cool i was watching the news with my mom yes okay so we can explain the sock first before i <laughs> <laughs> go more i know look at look at how professional i look <laughs> You look professional. Look at how, I look, look, like, at how professional look at this, I look. Look at this sock that I've just put. You on can my... tell. You can tell where all your Patreon money goes. Right yeah, into this guy's bank account. <laughs> I don't get any of it. Okay, so I have a sock on my microphone because I have not purchased a pop filter. And Patrick and everybody kept saying, "Oh, Ethan, your 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 voice sounds bad. You, your recording is terrible. You need to get better." And so I've invested in a sock, which just means that I went up and I found this sock, which has no partner. It's just a right sock. There's no left sock. <laughs> is, I was like, you're not doing anything. So uh, it's a soda filter. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so I have the sock on. But anyway, um, it still sounds good. It still sound, I still sound like you. I still sound as good as you do, I think. You do? Yeah, maybe not. No, you do. But I was watching the news with my mom today, and I wanted to share some stuff with you that I was learning. Okay, sure. uh, so 
it was about um this was the sunday morning news my mom watches the sunday morning news every every single week you know the news with the sun you know what i'm talking about it's, no, it's on cbs it's this it's been going on for years and years and years and years and they did a whole episode hour and a half episode on <laughs> a whole episode on florence italy right and the they were talking about this billionaire and i thought it was fascinating and i was like oh i could talk to patrick about this on the live show um sunday morning yeah that's the sun yes miranda mac knows so they were talking about this billionaire who started doing like a cashmere sweater business way back when he was a kid and now he's he runs a 500 million dollar clothing company and like ryan reynolds wears his suits and stuff oh. um, and he was talking about how he played pikachu he he did <laughs> detective pikachu mind you don't don't uh don't he earned oh, that of course, of course yeah he, <laughs> he took that he took that test and so the, he was talking about how every day, and this is like might just be a cultural thing in in Europe, but I also thought it was really really cool about how every day he gives his workers a ninety minute like mandated lunch break, and he there's a there's an in in factory like dining hall that everybody goes to and everybody eats at for ninety minutes, um, and he doesn't let anybody work past five thirty. Overtime is not allowed. And in his factory, he has a whole like wall that's just windows so that there's tons of natural light so that nobody feels like they're working inside, you know? I and can't drink, I can't drink from this side. <laughs> and so I was, <laughs> so I was, Patrick's not listening to me. He's just watching the chat, which is very annoying. But, uh, but yeah. I was, I was listening to this billionaire talk about how he treats his workers and about all of the restorative work that he did to all these churches and about how he was spending his money on making the, the industrial districts, like returning them back to the way they were before, like lots of natural trees and like all these things. And I was like, if our billionaires in America spent their money the same way that this Italian dude spent their money, we would live in such a different country. Like, can you imagine Jeff Bezos saying everybody has a mandated 90 minute lunch break and nobody's allowed to work past five 30. And also I'm going to repair churches in nature. Like that just wouldn't happen. You know, it's Incredible. just so we had, instead we have billionaires dropping condoms in Africa <laughs> and it's like, it's just so it's just it was very interesting to me like the cultural difference but also the the actual like this dude cares you know and he's not some just i mean he i'm sure he's money grabbing to an extent you can't be a billionaire without but yeah well there's a, there's a tradition there's more of a tradition of of um patronage in europe right like yeah that's the problem with diet coke in the middle of a broadcast um you burping me burping yeah, I don't. Just, I, don't just let, I just don't. I don't just let it rip in the middle of the podcast like Ethan does. I don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's more of like a history of of richer people paying like artists or like sponsoring churches or and that sort of thing. But that tradition really isn't available or not available. That tradition isn't as practiced in America for some reason. Because it's the, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if yeah. you want to fix something, do it yourself. Put your mind to it. It's also kind of utilitarian. It's like if you if you don't have a job that can make you money, then you don't deserve to make money. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, I yeah. mean, look look at my job. You know, <laughs> I exist only because of patronage of other people. Only because of the patronage. Also, Andrew, I would appreciate it if you didn't put me on blast in the middle of my podcast. Apparently, Patrick, I- Patrick, we are recording together. Okay, we can we can address the chat from time to time, but I feel like you're paying more attention to the to these hot hot side pieces such as andrew jordan and not paying attention to me your one true love you know what you know what ethan you're right i'm gonna minimize <laughs> the group chat so that our marriage can continue and i'm gonna leave it open 
<laughs> there you go. That's, that's this, we're, in a, we're in an open chat relationship. The complementarity of Ethan and Patrick. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the episode. Oh. Um, do you think? Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Now the title of the episode is the Crunch Live Show? Question mark? Because I made yeah. that title thinking that I was. Never mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think that. So I was talking to Father Harrison today. Really? He, he said he said that Americans are more generous than Canadians. I mean, that's not surprising. So is it like just getting worse as you go further north? <laughs> like further, uh, further secular, probably. Oh, that's probably a good point. But, but that's the, I mean, it may be a horseshoe theory because like Europe is super secular. And so they've like gone all the way around and now they're generous again. Yeah. Maybe for the wrong reasons. Maybe more for a humanitarian. America America's only like here on the horseshoe. So we're still generous, but like we don't actually do anything. And Canada is like here. So they're really far away from generosity, but they're getting all the way back maybe around here. I don't know. I, that's interesting. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't really. Well, I don't really know how much I can speak to the ins and outs of being a billionaire. Yeah, but one day, I can tell you one, one day, day. This podcast will make us. Will make us media mo- moguls. Oh, I freaking hope not. <laughs> Do I really look like a gamer boy? Um, no. Okay. No, right, you don't. It's hey, harder to lie to you when you can see my when, face. Yeah. With okay. <laughs> so you're saying you normally whatever. Yep. Um, did you, we uploaded the, uh, the pro-life episode today, didn't we? Yeah. Pro-life episode went out today. So spoiler alert, we talked about abortion today, but I did call the episode, the one about abortion. I couldn't think of a funny. There's not really anything funny. I would have just said the abortion episode. That's what I do whenever there's like a serious, whenever we did a serious episode, I would just title it the, we're talking about this. Cause it's, you don't oh, want to do yeah. a joke title about abortion. I decided, I decided to make a, a half-baked friends reference. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still good it's kind of worse actually mm-hmm. it's kind of worse than trying to make a joke yeah we should uh we should open it up to to questions from the chat if there's anything that people want us to talk about we should all right hey 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 the chat i why did you start speaking louder as if they can't hear us <laughs> what do you do what do you understand this media oh, this is the first time i've done this too okay yeah. there's no there's no rules here this is the crunch yeah no this is uh, anyway. crunch. um until some questions roll in um what else uh what else has been going on we, we since last we spoke which was like we spoke three, last night three days we've talked a lot in like the past week yeah we we made we, have ep- to we talked the entire length of an episode and then we did an episode the next day so yeah because i have to go to so i'm going to ave maria on thursday Oh. And I have to, we have to record four or five episodes um, mm-hmm. <laughs> before I leave on, on Thursday, which means oh, we're doing an interview with Father Dan tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then Father, Rocket, Dan. Father, Father we're, you might have to do some interviews on your own because I don't know if we'll be able to complete like five weeks worth of content in the next four days. I can, I can do some interviews on my own. I did it last time, okay. but like, yeah, you but I'd like to contribute a little bit more than I did last time. Cause last time I was just like, bye. And then you did everything. <laughs> I mean, so this episode of the episode with Father Dan, that covers us for two weeks, which right. is fine. And yeah. like that that gets rid of that gets rid of the need to like have me find someone to work with one on one. But I don't I don't know if I want to do another solo episode. I don't I don't think that one worked as well as I wanted it to. Yeah. I was I'm I, I think solo episodes are good as long as we do them together. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Do you want to do you want to tackle some of these questions? Oh, there's questions. We have yeah yeah yeah. There's one. Um, we'll do the one from Madeline first, and then as as there are more questions, we can just talk and remember, about. Remember, you, you can you can you can go to the super chat and you can pay us money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I We're not YouTubers, but this will all again. This will is all you, go to my YouTube account. Is it does so. it is it linked with your bank account? Like if somebody pays five dollars to to put a text in, then if someone pays five dollars, it'll go to my YouTube account, and then I'll that'll link. I'll have to link to my. Okay, bank so account. you're saying we could still be making money from this? We could still make money from this, yeah. And Absolutely. I think I think what's gonna happen is I'm gonna unlist this video until we post it next. Until we post the episode sure. next sure. week. Yeah. Okay. So oh, first question, Miranda. That means a lot. First question, Madeline. Any advice on vocational discernment really been struggling lately? I don't even know what I want, much less what God wants. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, you work on you work on turning on the super chat and I'll yeah, I'll yeah, work yeah. on I'll work on answering the question. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so vocational discernment is really tough. Um, something that me and Pat have both experienced in various ways throughout the past couple of years. Um I think the number one tip that anybody who knows anything about anything will give you is that um, your pursuit of holiness is the the most important thing. And like I, when I was younger, like high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But as I got to college and I started to actually pursue my faith um, and started actually taking holiness as a priority, then these vocational sort of like, I don't know what you call them, but threads that I could follow. You ever read Dune? You know about the, <laughs> you know about the golden path, the terrible purpose. You know all of these things that, when you take the spice, you can see the threads into oh, the yeah. future, and you can yeah, walk yeah. these lines. And so I'm, I'm not comparing the spice to, to prayer because the spice is a drug, but I am also going to compare the spice to prayer. Um, and so I think that, in a similar way, once you start to pray more, once you start to prioritize holiness, you start to actually encounter Jesus in the scriptures regularly and in depth. Um, you, you regularly attend daily mass. You regularly attend Eucharistic adoration through all of these things. Uh, you start to know who Jesus is, right? And when we know who Jesus is, uh, it's a lot easier, easier for us to hear where he's calling us to. Um, and so it's, if you're trying to discern vocationally and you think that you have like a, I don't know, like a, uh, a vocation to a religious life or marriage or whatever, but you don't know, um, then the only real solution is, is prayer. The only real solution is pursuing Christ. Like that's, cause that's what a vocation is. Our primary vocation is holiness. And so everything else comes after that. And so if being a priest or being a sister, isn't going to make you holier, then, then you shouldn't do it, but you can only figure that out by getting holier. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's stupid advice and not one that actually people want to hear, but just take a year praying for an hour every day. And then by the end of it, you'll, you'll probably have a pretty good idea of where you need to head, you know? So I don't know. What do you think? Did I miss yeah. anything? Did I skip any? No, you didn't. And also I can't enable super chat because we don't, I don't have a thousand subscribers. Oh. So um, get hit that smash that subscribe button down. Smash below. The subscribe button. We'll get you from hundred to 106. <laughs> um, so I, I heard some really good advice recently. And it's that um, is that vocations are only ever responses to God. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. So, like, there are no self-starters in the spiritual life, right? There's, 
there's no there's no way to like grind and get mm-hmm. to where God wants you to go as if you need to like figure it out. It's yeah. always a response. So Madeline, if you're if you're discerning religious life, like you said in the chat, um go on a retreat. You know, it's it's all it's always like like you you obviously have this desire for maybe you like you have this desire. Maybe I want to check out religious life, right? I've been the same in that same position. I was sitting in my car in Pennsylvania and I was sitting outside of this church. I'd just gone to mass and confession and I was sitting in my car and God was like, Hey, sign up for a discernment weekend. Yeah. I was like, all right. Um, what was I? She said something else. I love this. It's really hard getting married and having kids. Yeah. 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 So I, I actually, I actually don't think that I can speak to what she, So Okay. I should probably read what she said. So she said, I love the sisters. They feel like family, but it's hard because getting married and having kids sounds like one of the best things in the world. That's the thing. It is one of the best things in the world. And I don't know if I can exactly speak to that from like your lens, because those emotions and feelings and drives are different for women than it is for men. That's true. Um, and and I, I, I can, I can say from the perspective, like it was hard for me in high school. Cause I was like, but I want to get married and I want to have kids, which is it's funny. Cause in high school, I want to be a dad. I want to be a dad. But then I when, I discerned, my son. when I discerned, when I discerned in college, I was like, man, celibacy sounds great. I'm super excited. I actually posted about this yesterday on my blog. Patrick, no, Kenny, not, no, not, not the blog, the blog, not the blog. <laughs> um, but anyway, so father Anthony said something really awesome in a homily in Chicago. And then he said it again on, uh, catching foxes a couple of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, the rich young ruler, which is where we get it's topical because that's where we get the evangelical councils of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Um, when he said, when the rich young ruler said, um, what can I do to be perfect? And Jesus looked at him with love. That's the first thing that he, that the gospel says, looked at him with love. And mm-hmm. said, you must sell everything you have. Come follow me. Right. And so that's, then his face fell and he looks sad. I'm probably butchering it. And Father Anthony's probably mad. That's just, just kidding. Father Anthony never gets mad. But um, he stopped looking at Jesus. That's Father yeah. Anthony. That was his point. It was like, he mm-hmm. stopped, he stopped looking at Jesus' gaze of love. And if mm-hmm. you remain in Christ's love, it's annoyingly simple to say, but it's annoyingly somehow feels impossible to do, right? right. That's all that prayer is. And that's all discernment is it's remaining in God's love and only making decisions based on where that love pulls you. Yeah. And I think the, uh, another, like that's true, but like a practical sort of thing is like, if you're, if you're taking steps in a direction and you're receiving more consolation, you're receiving more encouragement and like you're getting excited about the direction that you're going in, it's probably a good indication that the Lord wants you to keep going that way. Not going to say all the time, but it's a pretty good indication. Um, but if you're taking a step and like, maybe you go to a discernment weekend or whatever, and you're feeling like, Oh man, I don't actually, this, this doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't, I'm not actually excited about this. I didn't like anything that we did or prayed about or talked about. Then that's a pretty good indication that you should be going in a different direction. Yeah. And so, but you can only find that out by taking steps. Like nobody ever found out that they're supposed to be a priest by staying and praying and not doing anything about it or a sister or whatever. Um, so take a step, take a chance, break away. It's on me. It's actually funny because I, um, I signed up for the vocation weekend and then, um, uh, my sent, my sent team had a retreat that weekend. And so I had to cancel and they said, um, they said, that's okay. We have another one coming up. And then they signed me up for that weekend. And then that month I had a conversation with my spiritual director 
about uh, Phoebe. And, Ooh, and hey. I started dating Phoebe. Nice. And then that was before the next. So I never ended up going because I started dating Phoebe. But it was funny because they called me and they were like, we'll fly you to Boston, like book the flight and we'll reimburse you. And I was like, man, that sounds so fun. But <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> but, but Phoebe. But Phoebes. But Phoebes. But Phoebes. All about the Phoebes. Um, yeah, I mean, I went to a, I went to a discernment weekend and just it just didn't go well. I went to two. I went to one back to back. Mm. Um Cause I went to the first one and I was like, ah, I don't think this is it for me. And then I go another year and like the November or December of my senior year, I was like, I really feel like I need to go to seminary. Like I was really just, you know, I was like, I wanted to do something and I, I knew it needed to be radical. And so I was like, I, I should go to seminary like this. This would be great. I would get to pray. I get to be, I get to do this crazy stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then I went on the discernment weekend and I was like, this is, this is not the right answer. A couple months later, um, the Lord was like, be a focus missionary. And here I am. So it's, he was calling me to something, right? And I had to take a step to figure out what it was. So I took a step towards the priesthood. And then I found out, oh, that's probably not it. So then I was still open. I was still available. And then when I received the call to be a focus missionary, it was very clear. And I knew that that's what it was um, because I had been intentionally discerning, intentionally praying, and intentionally asking him what he wanted me to do. Um, and also I, I, he, I grew a lot in holiness, like by the grace of God that semester. Um, and so it was easy for me to receive it in that time. So it looks there's like there's lots of her down. <laughs> anyway, she said she'll have to define a discernment weekend. But yeah, yeah, so Madeline, that's actually the thing is like if you if you're having this struggle, it's funny because I don't know if you know, but you're not the only person who's ever had that struggle of religious life is awesome. Married life is awesome too. You're you're actually, you're actually you are, not the first person. Actually, wait, hold on, back it up. You are the first one. You're, you're the, the only first, you're the, the only, only one ever. But see, but see here's the thing. It's either it's either the devil or it's a lie you told yourself. You feel alone in this. Yeah. You feel alone in this and that's fine. You might yeah. not. I don't know your heart, but like it's very possible that someone's trying to make you feel alone in this. And if you go on a discernment weekend or if you hang out with those sisters and you ask them about this issue, I just they are my people who, on camera on accident. Sorry, what? I just picked my nose live on camera on accident. I hope nobody. Oh, that. that's weird. <laughs> I forget that like I can't do that in uh, in this version of the show. I've been I've been very like very. Uh, <laughs> I'm very unaware of the camera. <laughs> we have a never mind. Um, but you think if you go on a discernment weekend with a group of sisters, that's a group of people who you know have gone through that struggle because like that's a common struggle. It's like do I because because when when you choose celibacy, you're choosing to say no to something good for the sake of something better. God's will for your life. Exactly. Um, so I would, let's, let's, let's do a, we got another question maybe. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um... <laughs> What? Why are you laughing? Andrew said, like, nothing, nothing. We saw nothing, and then you spoke and then told us. Hey, let's see here. Have you heard of secular slash atheists attending Catholic schools? A friend just joined the admin for a Catholic school and said the majority are agnostic at best. It's a question from Andrew Jordan. We've talked about uh, Catholic schools before. Um, I We both went to public school, and so it's kind of hard for us to speak on it super knowledgeably. But I do I went think to Catholic school. What I went to Catholic for, school for high school? No, until I went to Catholic school from from pre K until fifth grade. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I only know your recent history. You don't know me at all, do you? And then I went history. to I then I went to an actual Catholic we college. Did go. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, um, please go on. Sorry, sorry. I just, <laughs> I, it's my bad. I no, don't think fine. it's super. I mean, up until your your fifth grade year, you can't really be agnostic because you're just a kid. You know, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's really hard to anyway. So uh, the the thought of most of the students or a lot of the students being agnostic or atheists in Catholic schools is very real because a lot of people, especially I was talking to somebody on, I think, Reddit about the the Australian Catholic schools are way, way better than the public schools. And so people will just pay to get their kids to go to those schools because they're just so much better. Um, and then all these people are complaining about, oh, man, they're teaching them, you know, that. Should I should I make sure that my kid knows that evolution is real before I send them to to this Catholic school and yada yada yada? And so there's like a large misconception about what the Catholic Church actually teaches, which I think lends itself to a lot of frustration and misunderstanding between the home and the school, and then the kid just winds up in the middle, and then they're like, ah, none of this is real, and so they just kind of back out. Yeah. Um, which I think I think that's one of the biggest reasons is the parents not understanding exactly whether they're Catholic or not, just not knowing what the Catholic Church teaches, and then the Catholic school teachers also not knowing what the Catholic church teaches. And so everyone just kind of ends up in a, in this weird, strange uh, zone. And so I don't know how to fix that other than mandatory camps where people are forced to learn the truth of our dogmas and doctrines. You meant like summer camps. No, no. I meant (laughs) (laughs) You meant internment camps. I was going to say internment camps, but I was like, wait, this is live and it's going to go on YouTube forever. So maybe I shouldn't say internment. No, you should not advocate for internment. (laughs) It's an internment. It's like an internship camp. (laughs) (laughs) Is that okay to say? that, That social construct where college students pay you to do work for you. I think that'd be actually a really funny like video where these guys are like, yeah, I got this internship um, and it's at like a camp and they go and then they realize that they're at an internment camp slowly and it's not an actual internship and they just think they're not getting paid. I think that could be a funny bit. That'd be um, hilarious if it weren't also tied to the suffering of millions. That's true. I'm sorry. I can't like, like, it. like Teresa has this bit. I, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast. I can't say it. She has this bit it, where it. she, she says, um, she says moral relativistic phrases as if she were a Nazi. Like, okay. I will follow my bliss. I will do what <laughs> makes me happy. I will follow my own arrow. <laughs> that is funny, though. Yeah, Have really you seen funny. the 
the there's the the video from that Mitchell and Webb look where they're Nazis and they realize that they're the baddies. You are know what I'm talking baddies? about? That's are we the baddies? And like, so I think it's okay to joke about those things. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you what? Just read Why the chat. Just read the chat. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway. No. Anyway, we won't we won't talk about. And I was also thinking of. Never mind. We're just it's we're moving we're done. on. We're done. I'm I'm sorry. Um, I apologize. Oh, was I gonna... what were we talking about? Oh, okay. We're talking about Catholic schools. So there's like a natural atheism that occurs. Maybe not. Maybe not natural. But there's a there seems to be a regular atheism in kids right around middle school. So if you look at the numbers, the big bad statistics. There are, there are 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds and 8-year-olds who identify themselves as atheists. Yeah. That's crazy. And here's the thing is because when when you're raised when you're Atheist. raised Christian, right? We all go in, in all of our development we go through this separation from our parents, right? We go through this like this period where I am no longer my mom's, I am my own. Mm-hmm. And so that's normal. In fact, it happens when you're when you're a little little baby and you learn to stop going to your mother for little food. Baby little baby you go through the same separation from your parents when you become a preteen become an adolescent and so if in in certain cases i don't know if it has anything to do with um with like by madeline if you have something to do it has something to do with like the way you're raised or the way that you preach to your kid i don't know if it has anything to do with that but sometimes that that association of breaking off from your parents sometimes the faith goes with it and you break off from your parents' faith as well as just your parents. A lot some kids are fortunate enough to develop their faith on their own and then when they break off from their parents, they still have their faith, right? So that's why when I was when I was starting this job and we were talking about the middle school youth ministry, I kept impressing upon the CCD teachers and upon the catechists and all of the faith formation leaders, I was like we can no longer assume that these kids are Christian. We can no longer assume that they haven't been won over to the gospel. And I think that that what Andrew brings up is we should be talking to every middle school student as if they don't believe in God, like in in a sense, right? We should treat all of them like they, like their faith is not a given because you can't come into a middle school. I mean, I think, I think this is, we see this in, we see this in the way that secular people talk about the church right? You can't just come in and say, the Bible says don't do that, so don't do that. Like, it's true, the Bible does say don't do that sometimes, but that's not going to help because a lot of moral issues in the Catholic Church have an internal logic, and that needs to be taught. Um, so <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's that's my answer is like a, an atheist or an agnostic kid in a, in a Catholic middle school shouldn't wouldn't bother me if the Catholic schools were teaching the charisma, but see, that's the thing is that there's no charismatic. Are they <laughs> like, do, when is the first time that you like actually remember hearing the charisma? Um, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Remembering the, that's tough. Not remembering, but like where was actually made aware that like, this is the gospel and it's being preached to me, you know? So I would say that half the charisma was preached to me throughout most of my time at my Catholic school, but yeah. it wasn't until I hit high school and went mm-hmm. to a Steubenville conference that the last part of the charisma, the most important part, because you can say Christ died for me and all that stuff, but like imagine <laughs> and all that <laughs> and all that. 
But like, imagine for a second that just some random dude said, I'm going to die for everybody mm-hmm. and then did. Yeah. What would that, what would that affect? Right. It's like, it's like, it's, it was a story for me up until high school yeah. when someone said to me, not only did, not only did we, did God create us for, for, to be his sons and his daughters. And then we broke that relationship, but Christ mm-hmm. came to give us his own sonship and we enter into that mystery and we are an integral part of his salvation of his salvific plan like right. that that that's how you take the charisma from some ob- obscure deity that lives outside in the ethos and mm-hmm. then you bring that all the way down to the individual person yeah so that that's 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 what's missing from the charisma in my perspective from right. when i was brought up i didn't even really hear it until i was maybe senior year of college really like obviously i had i like believed in jesus and i knew that jesus was god and yeah. he had died for me and all those things but like i didn't really understand the full weight of it until i was old until i was like 21 which is weird i like i don't, I don't, actually, I don't think you're going to actually ever remember like acknowledging that oh jesus's sonship is my sonship until like uh, probably last year you know which is whack and but i mean maybe i guess i guess that that's, that like, that's like a more theo- theological thing that like right. it takes but but is I, it though did i i think i may have understood that as a child because like i i tell stories about like me as a kid i w- i was a i was it was middle school that really really effed me up like it was it was i it was, was just really middle school only kid and then middle school really screwed me up and then i went i went to a student conference got involved with youth group and i mean and then even more messed up then even more messed up um but like when i remember i remember when i received my first communion like i remember this intense desire for prayer mm. and i didn't exactly know how to fill that desire i just remember talking to my cousin about it she's like yeah i, I feel the same thing like i'm so like i just, i want to pray like but how do how do i do that um yeah. that that kind of energy needs to be harnessed and like you you can teach kids how to pray i think something something happened where we accepted and i think i i fall into this too where i was like oh these kids aren't ready to go to adoration yet or something like, but like we we do we do um we do uh at, at my at my home parish we do a catholic vacation bible school it's like specifically a catholic one mm-hmm. and um on wednesdays the morning session we don't do a morning session we all go into the church and we have five to ten minutes of adoration and the kids sit and they pray like they oh, do yeah. and 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 I've, I've heard of i've heard of even better ccd programs starting off every week where they sit in front of the blessed sacrament and then the um the teacher goes up in front of the class and says okay we're gonna go in the other room and do an activity but if you want to sit in here you you can choose to go and do the activity or you can sit in here with the other adults and like half of the class will leave and half of the class will stay and pray a little while longer and then ask an adult to take them to the next room. That's crazy. I know. Why don't we just do that? Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not like, cause it's scary. It's like, if but it's I'm literally not, the simplest thing, I think it's I just because we don't pray. So we don't expect the kids to, cause right. it takes so much effort for us to pray. So we don't mm-hmm. think that the kids are going to be able to exert that much effort, but they'll do it. And we think that like, unless we lead this, like, uh, this program or this activity, then like I haven't done anything and the teens won't, yeah. the kids, the kids won't get anything out of it. And so it's, there's no, there's no trust in the Lord, like <laughs> doing something yeah, because we feel like we have to do all the things in well, like, it, and it has to be controlled. And it's like, if I just let them do 
or let the Lord do what he wants to do, then, well, uh, it might not have the results that I want, you know, or the, the visibility that I want, which is, you know. Yeah. April, uh, April just brought it up a childlike faith. Like there's a reason why we say that it's because it takes so little effort for a kid to pray somehow. Like if they're brought up well. Oh yeah. And it's not, it's not like, it's not like a parent's fault if their kid isn't like a really mm-hmm. great prayerer. Cause it's just hard. It's just hard to develop, but like, yeah, we, I think, a- I think my pride comes to the fact of like, I think that my words are going to be the thing that converts people's hearts. And so since those kids can't understand my words, there's no way they'll be converted until they're older. I think, I think a lot of people fall into that where it's like my teaching is what brings kids the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so they can't go to adoration or not just, they can't go to adoration, but like only me doing things will bring them to the faith. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, there's a story that somebody told me once of it was the focus team director summit down in Mexico city. All the team directors go from all over the country. They go down to Mexico city and they have like a pilgrimage slash prayer slash build up session. Um, and one of the area directors, so focus is made up of regions and each region has like six or seven campuses and the area is like the entire South or the entire West or the entire North. Mm-hmm. So there's one, one person that's in charge of that, of an entire area. So one of the area directors was there and they were having like a round table discussion or something about mission. And um, somebody had asked a question and this, this area director's daughter is like seven years old. <laughs> um, they were like talking about, I don't know what they were talking about, but she just pipes up and she says, you just have to ask Jesus to do it for you. And he will. And it was like all these, you know, 23, <laughs> 24, 25 year old missionaries are all like, wow, you're right. Like they're thinking, thinking so hard about all of these things. And then the child just comes in. It's like, you just have to trust Jesus and ask Jesus to do it. And all these people are like, wow, <laughs> as it's some kind of revelation, but that's the power of, was, the, of the childlike faith. You know, it's, when I, it's, when it's I was running, simple. when I was running my parent meeting, I was I, for my for my youth ministry. One of the one of the moms brought her her young young kid. Um, he, I think he was about seven. Yeah, and I was doing a Bible study as like an opener for the parents, and I was kind of talking to them about like, what do you want from your? It was it was on John fourteen where oh Jesus, yeah yeah where Jesus says like if you've seen me you've seen the Father, and um, so I was talking about having like how we need to have a daily encounter with Jesus. Mm. and the kid i was like when was the last time that you had an encounter with jesus why was i holding a meeting for parents all right andrew um i'm gonna minimize the chat again just because of that comment um he said he was i was like i was like when was the last time you had an encounter with jesus and the kid was like um he's always with us so all the time and i was like (laughs) dang nice that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Do you want to, you want to talk about that more? And I had this whole conversation with the kid and he was like, yeah. And like, when we go to mass, like he's there. So like, all we got to do is keep going to mass. And I was like, you don't even need a job anymore. I don't even need a job anymore. Let this kid do it. But it, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's just the simplest things. Like I was talking about earlier with the sermon. It's like, we, yeah. we don't, we don't sit in God's love enough. Well, and that's literally all that you got to do. God only wants to love you. That's all he wants to do. And you just have to respond to that love. Mm -hmm. 
And on top of that, he gives you the Holy Spirit so you can do that. Like he knows he knows that he knows that you can't find love outside of him, so he gives you himself, right? And he knows you need to respond to that love, but you can't of your own power, so he gives you the Holy Spirit. And also all the saints and the angels and and uh yeah. So like what else could we possibly need? Literally nothing else. I just wish that he would just like show himself to me like in a just a, like I just wish there was like a sign or something that like he could show me and then I would <laughs> I would be able to trust him more, you know, because like I just don't if, even if he's real, like why can't he just do that? You know, it's so funny because the gospel like totally dunks on that idea. Yeah. And I hear and it all the time. I never had like an I never had an answer. Right. Yeah. I like I never had an answer for my friends in middle school that would say like, well, why doesn't God just like open the sky and let everyone know? And he like did. <laughs> that's the thing he did that twice yeah. he did that twice and um but it's it's also funny because it's like i was now now i understand it's like first of all it would be really stupid if we could just be like uh god are you there and he's like uh yep and then it's like oh cool god's at my beck and call like that's what we would think right yeah um but then on top of or that we would be like the israelites and we would just forget and then yeah exactly dumb. you know what i mean like it doesn't like the knowledge that god is there doesn't prevent me from sinning <laughs> idk about you though but like it's just even just even right. just in the gospels though because yeah. like there's that conversation with the pharisees where they're like give us a sign he's like this faithless generation asks for a sign but no sign will be given except the sign of jonah which refers to the resurrection which refers to getting bit by a fish bro <laughs> bit by a friggin fish bro friggin and then fish, bro. um and then in uh the story of lazarus the poor man and the rich man um there's that there's i don't know if you know the story when i'm aware uh, of the yeah uh, cool rich man goes to hell and lazarus goes to heaven and then he's Mm -hmm. like lazarus like can i come over to your side because like you obviously seem to be having a great time hanging out with abraham and there's like actually you can't come over here because there's an infinite chasm between you and me and uh he's like one drop of water to cool his tongue yeah he's like can i go back and warn my family they're like no like you made your choice and he's like okay can you go back and warn my family and he's like, no one will believe the God, this message, yeah. even if someone were to raise from the dead. Yeah. Jesus says that, mm-hmm. and he does that. And then people are like, why don't people believe in the, why don't, why doesn't God just do something? He's like, he did. And <laughs> he said, no one would believe him, even if he gave you a sign. So like, I don't Isn't know. Isn't the quote like, you didn't, it. you didn't listen to the prophets. So like, why would yeah. you listen to, um, if they didn't listen to the prophets they won't listen even if someone rises from the dead yeah yeah it's like the lord gave us has given us an entire just history of of people preaching about the coming of jesus and then we have like actual accounts of the coming of jesus and we have an entire two thousand year tradition of what he came to do and people are still like man and it's just ridiculous but then in contrast like how often do i act as if all of that's real, right? Like how often, how it's often- every day, bro. <laughs> uh, Shut up. <laughs> You're mad. It's every day, bro. I love the, uh, I love the Paul brothers. Hey, let's, uh, let's be the Paul brothers. I'm down. If anybody, if anybody else is in the chat that hasn't been here before, we're, we're just literally asking or talking about questions that people have asked in the chat. So feel free to post away. Yeah. Welcome um, to the chat. Has Nick showed up yet? I gave Nick the producer Nick. I don't, I'm not able to see like any other participants other than the people who were here originally. So yeah. So if you're not here and you're watching, you're here and you haven't commented, you haven't commented, uh, what are you doing? Um, Oh, um, 
So Amy just asked me, are you going to Father Anthony's talk on Thursday in Bridgeville? I have to legally go to his talk because he is my boss and he will fire me if I don't support everything he does. So yeah. yeah. I will not be there because I wasn't invited one and I'm going to Florida that day too. And three, it's in Pittsburgh and I probably wouldn't go anyway. So that makes sense. Yeah. 11, 11 people are watching now. Shout out. How many Shout people watch total? Of you. Who knows? Who really knows? We have one other question we haven't talked about yet. Oh, what's that question? It's uh, Pat, do you find it hard to not connect with these kids with patched elbows and backwards chairs? How hard is it to connect with the youths as you grow older and they stay the same age? <laughs> well, um, I haven't been in youth ministry for much longer than literally five months, but um, I would say that it actually it's the, the the generational gap is so wide now. Is it really? It's only like ten years. No, like the generate sorry, the generational gap is getting it's wider, getting oh, I see wider by yeah, the yeah. year. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the generation the generational gap switches. I think after you leave high school, you're pretty mm-hmm. much done. Like you do not understand mm-hmm. the culture kind of even at all. Um I was trying to I was trying to I, I kind of passed it on to my students. They were kind of, they were weird. They were freaked out by it. I was like, Snapchat came out when I was in high school. Instagram came out when I was in high school, but none of us had data on our phones, right? Like only the really rich kids had data on their phones. So yeah. we would go home and check Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. And then we would do other things, watch TV, whatever, read books. No, we didn't. But I, I Carly baby, I Carly baby. Those classic I Carly oh. Snapchats. Uh, and so, they were like, that's weird. I was like, there was no, there was no like Snapchatting in the middle of class. Uh, and at yeah. least in my circles, there's like a lot of stuff that happens in their circles. They're talking about, they're talking about how like people will ask for nude pictures. And I'm like, yeah, that like, that like happened in when I was in high school, but like it was rare. It was really rare. It was really rare. And I mean, I'm sure people were doing it, but it wasn't the kind of stuff that got passed around, you yeah. know? But like, like, uh, Life Scene has um, this. Li- oh no, this isn't Life Scene. Never mind. This was. Um, this is Franciscan Lead has this list of uh, scenarios, like what could happen. What What would you do in this scenario for high school students? And some of the scenarios are like pretty pretty ridiculous. One really? of the yeah, one of the scenarios is what would you do if a friend, uh, if one of your friends was uh, photoshopping girls from your high school's faces onto uh porn stars and i was like what does that happen i enough for enough for enough for like it to get to someone at franciscan for it to get to them enough times that they would put it in franciscan lead and enough you know like like apparently apparently it happens enough times that like we've had to respond to it that's crazy in lead training isn't that weird who has that kind of time (laughs) i know that's like so much work i didn't even even college that's well I, it sounds like a joke saying like oh that takes a lot of work haha ha. but like actually for a teenager to go and find a picture and then find another picture and do it and then do it well enough that you know like that it's not just a complete like ridiculous exactly. thing yeah. and then all and then they're sending it around to each other it's like just thinking about how de- just not depraved but kind of kind of depraved yeah Yeah, yeah. that's a good word it's that's just so messed up so but yeah so it's i I was trying to tell them that like the world that i went to high school in was different than the world that Mm -hmm. my parents went to high school in and even that difference is like 
it's closer than the difference between them and me. I think. I, I think. Yeah. It's uh, the other. The other. Re- this actually ties into what I was talking about earlier. Is sure. Um, youth culture and adult culture are kind of the same now. I was literally just about to talk about this. Then go off. Okay, because it's it, it's this is a there's a talk that Gomer gives on his SoundCloud AMD Gomer. Um, so go check that out. But it's it's the um, oh, it's the history of the millennial or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. a, a theological history of the millennial. And he talks about the the shift that happens in the in the sixties, in the fifties and sixties of of the the country, at least in America, being an adult culture to being a youth culture. Yeah. Um, and the the rise of youth sports and the rise of clubs and involvement and the professionalization of youth, um, which is like jobs like youth ministry and coaching and all of these things existing for the sake of youth. Like before you wouldn't have a job like, other than a teacher, like you wouldn't have a job that was working with youth. Yeah. Um, and so now all of a sudden it's like, it's a professional, it's a career path to, to, to be kind of a second or third parent to these children. Ooh, and so gross. it's, it, that's just a huge rise that happened in the sixties. And then now we look at where we're at today and the it, more so than just dictating people's career paths and what's cool and what's popular, businesses are making decisions based on what youth want. Yep. Um, companies are orienting their entire focus towards targeting young people because because why? Because young people are more susceptible to advertising. Young people are more um, – they're younger and they don't have as many life experiences. So they're just kind of dumber than everybody else. Yeah. And they're more likely to get tricked into spending money. Like the, all of these – it makes a lot of sense business-wise as to why they would do that and why they would target young people because they have, all they have to do is ask their parents for money and just say, hey, mom, can I have $20 for this? Can, I, can you plug in your credit card into this game or do this or do that? Um, and what else do they have? Uh, hordes of free time. It used to be the – the chart breakdown is like when you're young, you have time and energy, but no money. When you're middle, you have um, money and, and time, but no energy or no money and energy, but no time. And when you're, you're at the end of your life, you have money and time, but no energy. And now all of a sudden we've given the youth um, money, time and energy. And so they just have, they have all of the power, which is nuts. And it's, 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 it's impo- near impossible to stay up to date with everything that's going on as someone like yourself and to yeah. an extent me who is who is benefiting from that professionalization of youth in some ways of like that's that's our job this is where we work now and yeah. so uh, how do we stay up to date without completely losing ourselves and who we are i don't know but it's but it's an entire it's a cultural phenomenon this is something that's never happened before in the history of mankind and we're smack dab in the middle of it and it's not even as bad as it's going to get which is <laughs> yeah, crazy it's get worse. See, it's so much just remember worse, it gets better. remember everything that happened with Fortnite. And just that's it's just going to be that, but worse for the next fifty years. I mean, just a, a couple of a couple of weeks on YouTube, and I've already seen the worst of it. Like YouTube oh, no. is mostly the the worst, the worst, not the worst of it, but like I've already seen like how bad it can get. It's like mm-hmm. so. Um, we were just talking about the Paul brothers, right? So Jake Paul is a YouTuber. Who, it's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. He was on a Disney Channel show and then got kicked off, and now he swears on camera um and who do you think is watching him he was on disney channel who do you think's watching him it's a bunch of it's a bunch of seven through 13 year old mostly girls and guys right and um mostly girls and guys some some others sorry mostly girls and guys (laughs) um i'm kidding and so he he's obviously targeting young kids right and so you can say like okay that's fine like he has an audience whatever he's making he's making money off of ad revenue right 
hold on. He's not just hold making on. money. Pause. Pause. He also has a little like masterclass thing that you can pay for oh, that shows really? you how to on become how to become a famous YouTuber. No. Not just how to vlog, how to no. become famous. And so all I should wait, hold on. How much is that masterclass? Okay. Here's the, (laughs) I'm about to get to that. It's $7. Oh yeah. All right. I can, can mom, can I have $7? I want to see how to become a famous YouTuber. Okay, fine. Whatever. Get my, get my purse. And then, um, you pay $7 and then your credit card is in the website. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you click through, Oh, to unlock the rest of the class, you have to pay $64, but Hey, you don't have to enter your credit card information. So after mom's gone, after mom's gone, your kid can just click that little thing. I mean, you don't think that's deliberate? Oh, you don't it, think that, that's it absolutely deliberate? Is. Oh, that's yeah. absolutely deliberate. And here's For the thing: sure. is there's there's no there's no um there's no FCC regulations on him. That's crazy. There's no there's no business practice regulations mm-hmm. on him. There's no fair use so anything. Can, there's no say whatever he wants as long as he's not like stealing other people's music and videos and stuff. Yeah, that's he can do anything. He do it and and. There's really no hey Father Anthony. Hey Father Anthony's here. Hey, what's up? Oh, We're talking about youth culture, something talking you know about, youth all culture. about. Old man. Anyway, carry on. Um, but yeah, so so that that's that's it's it was it, I, I was watching a YouTuber who actually like bought the class as like to see what was going on with it. And um he he bought it and he paid for it. He's like, All right, cool, I'll pay for the other thing. And then his American Express card actually sent him a fraud alert. Apparently there have been so many fraud alerts that American Express really? locked down that that site you just can't go to it kind of funny right but yeah so so there's this the the youtube culture alone i think it i think it targets young kids to get them Mm -hmm. to like want to pursue this is like all you have to do you can actually this is the thing we used to joke about playing video games as your career when we were kids now you can actually do it you can actually do it that's actually actually, i haven't thought about that that's nuts because i'd be like what do you want to be your job i want to be a video video game reviewer ice cream taste tester you could actually do it on YouTube and make money, right? Think about, think about someone like Mr. Beast, who literally just does insane crap for for hours on end. Like it was, he counted to a hundred thousand or a million or something, and just has hours long videos of just him doing these ridiculous things or saying saying words over and over and over again, or watching an entire the entire Lord of the Rings in one sitting. Like it's doing things like that, and he's he's making millions of dollars, making millions of dollars, which is. I, if I knew that it was that easy to make millions of dollars, then I would just do it. <laughs> but that's, that's the kind of content that for whatever reason is just getting super big and super popular is these YouTube kids doing weird stuff, you know, like no longer is it the days of, I don't know, the Smosh brothers or or um, who was it like Freddie Wong who would like put in all of this extra time and work into making these great visual effects, like having these really cool videos and parkour and all this stuff, right? That no longer are they the kids. No of longer YouTube. is it Nigahiga making a, a questionably right. a questionably well, offensive that's... video. <laughs> uh, it was different on... in 2008. It was right. different. But they still, I mean, to this day, he still makes videos and stuff. Yeah. They're probably more like reaction video type things. Yeah. But like the 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 level of content has just it's just hit this this baseline of like if i put in this amount of effort and say these things and do these mm-hmm. things and react in these ways then i can make money on youtube because this is what the kids the kids are looking for you know the snappy the quick the the funny the i don't know what they're looking for i wish we should figure out what the kids want and then maybe we could monetize this podcast well that's actually that's actually how you that's um, the next question that's how you market things right so yeah. you don't ask why aren't people listening to our show you ask why are people listening to our show and then you double down on that but here's the problem 
when you're a Catholic content creator. If you, if the reason people are listening to your show is because of your personality, and then you double down on the personality and you forget the Jesus part, you go to hell. You, yeah, so, you become uh, the worst. I'm trying to think of someone who actually, who's that? There's a priest who like bought a Lamborghini or something. No Lamborghini here. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm like, I think it's bad, but what, I mean, what can we do about it other than when we have kids raise them to not be insane little turds? Oh, uh, Father Anthony texted me, how do I, how do I chat? But that was like 11 minutes ago. Oh, do you want to invite him onto the call? I did, but he hasn't said it. He hasn't oh, invited man. him on the call, but he hasn't, he hasn't responded. That'd be great. But he's, he's active in the group chat. He's active so in the chat. The problem? Answer, answer. Our, we invited you into the call. Get on here, buddy. Come on. There it is. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Hi, Were you like setting up super quick? Wait, wait, wait. So I need to get rid of your YouTube because there's like four of you talking. Wow, what a live stream! What a what a group of guys hanging out. That's that was so fun. I loved that. And and man, who would have thought that Pittsburgh's okay as priest with graces with his presence? That's so that's so awesome. If you want to hear the rest of Father Anthony's surprise guest appearance on the Internet's Best Podcast, then all you got to do is wait one week. It's a it's a short week, and 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 we'll be there. We'll be there one week from now with Father Anthony talking for another whole hour. He answers your questions. It's going to be a great time. And again, if you were like, man, I didn't know that there was a live show. I wish I had had advance notice. Well, guess what? Our patrons did get advance notice. And so if you want advance notice about next time's live stream, all you got to do is donate $1 a month and you'll get in, you'll get put in our Facebook group. You'll get advance notice of live streams. And also you'll get a, uh, an awkward introduction that I didn't put in the uh, actual episode. I'll, I'll post a little, little bonus segment for you there. If you go, if you donate a little bit more every month, you can get bonus episodes, you can get stickers, you can get mugs. We actually did order those. They're coming in. I haven't told Ethan yet, so that's kind of fun. But yeah, so patreon.com slash the crunch. You get to you get to be a part of the crunch bunch. You get to be brought into the family. We have conversations all the time. Great, great group of people. So make sure you do that. But until next week, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. And we will see you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.